Good morning, River Valley. Oh, if you guys have your Bibles with you, open it to um, 2 Corinthians 10. This is uh, 2 Corinthians 10, starting at verse 3, out of the New King James Version. It's a, yeah, a verse I really needed this week. It's, um, I needed this encouragement and wisdom and to pray this over my life. So, starting at verse 3, it's, um, For though we walk in flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive into the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience has been fulfilled. Yeah. Has anyone felt like anxious or like bitter, just resenting something in their life? It's just me? Okay, okay cool, cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Anyways, this whole week has just been just frustrating. Just like these thoughts of confusion and discontentment have just, it steals the joy right out of it, out of life. Whether you're like comparing yourself to someone, just like, ah, I'm just, maybe just put myself right above them. Or just like, this, yeah, a difficult thing happening. I've just been harassed with those thoughts all week. And it, it steals the joy. It, you distance yourself from God when that happens. That's not the mind that he is renewed in you. That's not what he has for you. Yeah. So anyways, I just want to encourage you with this verse. That's encouraged me. So if we could stand and pray real quick. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you've equipped us with your spirit and might of God. Keep our mind fixed on your kingdom. I pray that our lives magnify you. In your name I pray. Amen. After uh, Danny shared the opening, I just felt in my spirit, we can't leave him hanging. You know, we're going to pray for him. We're going to pray for that brother. He's one of us. Danny, would you come over here, please? And uh, the Bible says, bear one another's burdens, thus fulfill the law of Christ. And uh, you're not going to go through these battles alone. And I know what 1 Corinthians 10, verse 3 says, weapons of our warfare. And, you know, we battle not against flesh and blood and all that. But uh, you're the man. You're our man. You're God's man. You know? Anybody feel they got a word for Danny? Come on up. Uh, so, Father, I just uh, I just plead your blood over this guy, over this guy. And the Scripture declares that no weapon formed against him will prosper. And we declare loud and clear, no weapon formed against this brother will prosper. And Lord, the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. You will go forward in the light of his word. In the light of his word. And Lord, all those, I think they're lies coming against you. I just pray that they be cut off 
and you replace them with God's Word, His truth. His Word, His truth. His Word is real. The lies are not. His Word is real. And we, we cling to the truth. We cling to the truth, not to the lies. And open His Spirit, Lord, that He'd hear from you. In Jesus' name, open His Spirit that He would hear from you. We love you, man. You're a man. Anybody got a word? There, Brian. All right, Daniel. Hey. God has got a call on your life, and you know that. And He's had a call on your life since you were young, since you were short. <laughs> that was a while ago. And, and we know that when God has a call on your life, there's a battle. Anything that's worth having is worth fighting for, right? Amen? And we know you know how to fight. And we know you know how to stand. Because the Word also says in Ephesians 6, having done all to stand, stand. And you are doing that. You are, you're professing His Word. You're speaking His Word. You're standing. You're not afraid of the battles that are coming. You're not afraid because you have a greater one in you who fights for you. Everything's covered. So we look forward to some awesome, awesome reports. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I guess I just wanted to say that I feel like God's saying that you're a mighty man, but there's also mighty men surrounding you. You're not going to be alone ever. God's going to be with you, and we're going to be with you, and we'll hold you up so that you can stand up very tall. Right. You don't want the bike? <laughs> Amen. Maybe seated for just a moment. That's the the beauty of the body of Christ is that when one's hurting, everyone hurts. You know, you you ever been uh, uh, doing any kind of work around the house or whatever, and for for the guys out there or the ladies, maybe maybe some of you ladies have experienced this when you know when you, I've done roofing and uh, especially on a tin roof, and you're holding the nail in your in your hand and and you hit it and it bounces. You know, it doesn't sink the first time, and so you you go to hit it again really hard. And your thumb's in the way? I'm telling you, man, your whole body hurts. Your whole body. One of, one of my really good friends who's, who's now passed away, I was w- working on his roof, and I smacked my thumb one time so hard, and I went, oh, thank you, Jesus, it's not broken. It's not, you don't think, oh, Lord, you're so good. Thank you, Lord. He looks over me and goes, dude, you are a Christian. <laughs> But, you know, when, you, when that happens, nothing else matters, does it? You know, everything else just fades away. And, and that's, that's the beauty of we're not alone. That whenever, whenever we're hurting, whenever we're going through something, the body of Christ is here. And if you've ever felt alone, man, that's the worst feeling. If you've ever felt like you've had to walk through something by yourself, that's, that's a loneliness that shouldn't be. You know, when, God's, when God told Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. 
He wasn't just talking about having a wife. We're, we're not created to be alone. We're not created to walk this out by ourselves. And you know, guys, guys think, okay, I can do this. I can, I got this. I don't have to let anybody know I'm hurt, and I don't have to let anybody know that it's rough right now. Well, I'll just be the first guy to tell you that's pride. And, that's, and you know, that's kind of a hard, especially when you're going through something, for somebody to tell you, well, that's pride. But here's the reality: is we need each other. The body of Christ needs each other, and so. Uh, don't know really know how to transition into this uh, other than this is the perfect transition I mean Jim heard from the Holy Ghost when he when he shared that and had had that prayer because I was like I, I didn't know how to transition into this but we got a phone call yesterday afternoon uh, from Amy Fetzer that Jonah wasn't doing well. Pastor Jonah Fetzer, if this is if this is your first time here, I'm really sorry. You know, this is going to be one of those services. But uh, Pastor Jonah has been fighting cancer since, well, for, we know, I know it's been for many years. And there's, that's a long story. But in June, he was diagnosed with cancer and, and he's been fighting and She's been fighting, you know. So I got a call yesterday afternoon, and and uh, well, see, you're going to have to bear with me. And a couple of weeks ago, he called me. He goes, "Did Amy tell you?" (laughs) And I I knew what he was calling for because I'd gotten the text from her earlier in the day. Did Amy tell you? And I said, "Yeah, she told me." What'd she tell you? And I said, well, that the doctors were going to stop all treatment, that they were, they were done, there's nothing more they could do. Yep, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't know Pastor Joan, he, he was a, he's a Marine. So there's a, as, as, as much as he loved people, there was still the Marine, there was still Marine, the Marine in him. He's a fighter. And uh, so they had stopped treatment a few weeks ago and, and said, you know, they wanted him to go into hospice. He's like, nah, I either die here or I die there. I don't care where I, you know, he says, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to die, I'm going to, he's, I'm going to go out fighting. So we got a call yesterday that, and she goes, can you come over? She goes, he's, he's very, very delirious. And she goes, he's not, he's not making any sense and I can't get him to eat. And so I got there and then a little bit later, Pastor John and Julie Moa, were able to came over and we prayed for him and and uh, when we left his parents were with him and and they were they were doing all right they're doing okay and then about uh, nine o'clock last night uh, she called me and she goes I can't, I can't get him to he's unresponsive she goes you know what do I do and I said well you call the ambulance you know just call the ambulance they'll come you know they'll be there in a moment as quick as they can and I said call me when you guys head to the hospital so about 9.30 she texted and said we're on our way and so I got there Debbie and I got there about 10 o'clock last night and uh, uh, Pastor John Moe was already there and uh, he passed away 
vers mon nom. Passed away about 3.30 this morning. Pastor John Moe and I were there till about one o'clock and, and his, he was there with his family. So, praise God for the body of Christ. We were worshiping just now, and every song you I've listened to, listened to these songs. Oh, give me a break. Talk about hearing from the Holy Ghost. Did you pick those this morning or yeah, last Sunday? Because she was going to be here. She was going to lead worship today because Michael and Jamie are actually up at St. Croix Falls. Uh, Jonah had asked them to to speak up there this week, so they were going to be up there ministering. Pastor Pastor uh, Jesse Cunningham has been preaching every other week, but then other people have been supplementing. Pastor Brad and Jean were up there a number of times, and others have been up there. But I uh, called Pastor Jesse this morning, and even though Michael was supposed to minister, and then so Jamie was that's why I asked because I didn't know when you'd set it up but they're up there they were going to be there anyway so I called Pastor Jesse this morning and I said you know I said hey I said I think you need to be in the pulpit this morning and I said you let me know if you can I said we'll we'll take care of it but uh, you know he and he said let me call you back and so he called me back about 20 minutes later and he says no you're right I, I need to do this So they're starting their service right now. I think we should pray for them. Jim, can you pray for the for their service? That'll give me a couple of minutes to recollect. Father in heaven, we just hold up the service of uh, the church that uh, Jonah was the pastor of. He's been the pastor for a while, you know, quite a while. And and uh, Lord, I just hold it up and uh, I ask for your spirit to move in the hearts of the people. I ask that you comfort uh, those involved uh, that are at the service, Lord. And I pray that you lead uh, Jesse in how to, how to, what to say and how to say it by your Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead him what to say, what to say. And Jamie, as she leads songs, I just hold it up before you and uh, ask you to, to lead them in a special way in, uh, to know what to say. And uh, may your spirit hover over that, that church. And all the churches that are in this uh, River Valley Fellowship of Ministries, you know, Jonah was a big part of that. And I just pray for all the churches that you lead uh, the pastors in uh, delivering the message that, uh, uh, the, that Pastor Jonah has 
as uh, absent from the body and present with the Lord. So we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jim. Hallelujah. So, yeah, so we don't know anything yet. Obviously, you know, he passed away very early this morning. Um, Amy and the boys, uh, Will and Jake, could really, obviously, you've really used your prayers. But, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you want somebody to pray and stand in faith for you, you should get a hold of Amy. That woman can fight. When, uh, when Jonah got really tired a couple of weeks ago, she, it's like she kicked into a second gear and just standing for him. And last night she's going, this ain't happening. <laughs> and, it, and not in a denial way, but in a fight to the end way. Reminded me many times, and I and I and I don't know if I'm I'm not going to share it all this morning, and I don't know when I will, but I thought of the the story in the Old Testament where David's baby son was dying, and as he was dying, he was he was praying and fasting and mourning and and just you know just working it, man. He was just he and, and his the, the people around him got scared because they thought if he uh, if he's like this before the baby dies and the baby dies how's you know we're, they were afraid for him and then when he heard the news that the baby passed away he stood up and washed his hands washed his face ate something and they're like we don't get it and he goes hey I'm gonna fight to the end but if it's the end Death has no sting. Death has no sting. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. It's the beauty of what Jesus did for us. Is that even in this? I don't know. You know, some some of the elders knew this. You know, before we got here, I didn't. You know, they needed to be ready for whatever, and we we contacted some people. But I don't know if anybody saw me, but. As you sang the song, one of the songs about, you know, I was dead, but now I'm running and dancing in heaven. I'm like, I just, I was laughing. I wasn't crying, actually. I'm laughing because, man, that, this guy's been suffering for a long time. And now he's free. But definitely be lifting up Amy and the boys and the, the church. Pastor Jesse, you know, he's getting thrown into the deep end this morning and as we move forward but this this literally has been many years a number of years ago he developed a symptom we'll just call it that and didn't know what it was the doctors didn't know exactly they thought it was one thing and they they were wrong but it's not their fault it's just the reality and for years He's been standing. For years we've been praying and, and believing in uh, full restoration. And then in June is when he started getting sick. I mean, really, you know, uh, very sick. And uh, finally went in and they, uh, they diagnosed him with cancer. And uh, they gave him two weeks to live and he lived for three months and 
partly because he's just stubborn. But he's, uh, you know, he, he fought. They fought. And then, you know, you ask the questions because people have asked the questions. I've, I've, you know, what, why, 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 why wasn't he healed? We believe in healing. We believe in healing all day long. We believe that God is good. He wants people healed. He, he, Jesus died so that we would have healing. That's part of salvation. That's part of, and, 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 and we, I preach, we preach, Jonah preaches. He's been preaching for, through the, through this, that God wants to heal you and he can, he does, he can, obviously he can, and he will heal you. And then you wonder why wasn't he healed? I'm here to tell you, we don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Because it wasn't because of lack of faith. It wasn't because of a lot of things. And, and that's one of the things we don't do here. Even though we're, man, we're rabid faith people. I am. And a number of years ago, somebody tried to talk me out of preaching healing. And I told them to their face, I'll double down, I'll triple down on healing. And today I'm here to tell you I'm going to quadruple down on healing. We don't, I don't back off of that. The word is the word. Truth is, and, and here's the other side of it, is people die. And I don't know why all the time. I don't, it's hard. We, you know, we struggle with it. But it doesn't change who God is. Because I can tell you as many stories about people with this, I've prayed for that have been healed. So I don't know. I don't know how this works. And, and, and I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to ever really bad choice of words just popped into my head post-mortem this you know what I mean I'm not trying I'm not trying to figure out what didn't happen or what did all I know is we're the body of Christ and we're going to stand with this family and we're going to celebrate his life because he was really close and he was I was thinking about this last night and this morning I've done a lot of funerals I've done, I've done funerals for old people, and those are easier. People that lived a full life, and and I've I've done some funerals for young people, and that's just not fair. It's not right. It's not the way it should be. I've done some funerals for some very close people. I, the very first funeral I was a part of, where I was leading, it was for my grandma. But that was that was amazing. She was an amazing woman. If you've ever heard my testimony, it was her prayers is the reason I'm standing here today. I had rejected God. I had ran away from God. I had rejected Him. I'd even told Him, get Him. I told God, get out of my life. How stupid can you be and still breathe? God told me, he says, this is your last chance. And I said, good, leave me alone. I mean, I was an idiot. Come on. How dumb is that? A number of months later, through a series of events, God gave me another chance. And in the moment, I didn't, it, it didn't dawn on me. I didn't, didn't even, couldn't get there. And a number of months later, after I'm, I had rededicated my life to the Lord and was living for him 100%, all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, Lord, you told me that night. I mean, it was very clear. I said, you told me you were never going to give me another chance. This was it. 
I said, why did you give me another chance? And he said, because your grandma prayed and asked me to. God for praying grandmas. Praise God for praying grandpas. Don't ever quit praying for your kids. Don't ever quit praying for your friends. Somebody asked me one time, they, they said, I've got, I've got somebody I've been praying for, but they have completely rejected Christ. I said, the best way you can pray is to say, God, give them another chance. Because he will. I was able to say, say that at her funeral, give that testimony. So I've, I've done funerals for old people, I've done fu- funerals for young people, I've done funerals for, I've done funerals for un- unbelievers. You know what the hardest part of my job is? Is doing a funeral for an unbeliever. Because there's some things you can't say. There's some things you that I can't give hope where there really was no hope. And I mean, I, you know, you hear about some, but what you can do is you can give the people in the room hope. But this will be the first time I'm a part of funeral for a close friend. That's the thing. Here's you know we don't we don't shy away from the reality of life. And in this world, the Bible says, in this world you will have trouble. You know who said that? Jesus did. <laughs> Great. You know. Sometimes I wish he hadn't said that. But then, we, then there, would, there would be all kinds of like, well, why, why are these things happening? Well, because we live in a fallen world. You know, Jonah's a preacher. Jonah's a faith preacher. Jonah, Jonah graduated from a faith, grace faith Bible school, Karis. Jonah had faith people praying for him. We prayed for him. Others have prayed for him. Pastor Greg Moore called him last week and prayed for him. And he died. What do you do in that? What do you, what do, you do with that? Why, why, why do things... Here's the deal. We live in a fallen world. And nobody here gets out alive. Satan's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And Pastor Jonah was, was extremely important to this vision, what we're doing right now. So of course he's going to get attacked. But it's in this. I mean, so then, then you wonder, well, if, how do I, how do, if, 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 if he wasn't healed, how can I believe for healing? And the answer is because you just do. Man, I'll pray for, I'll pray for anybody who's sick right now. 
Because I guarantee you Satan's going to pay for this. He's messed with the wrong people. Greater is he who's in us than he that's in the world. So, this is a very different service. I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, like I say, if this is your first time here, come back next week. It'll be different. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Rich just said we need to give thanks for the time we did have with him. Amen. That's exactly right. Yeah, come on up with enemy wants to uh, bring discouragement and tear apart lighthouse. God has a call on that area. Amen. God put it together for St. Croix Falls. There was a, there's a call for not just Jonah and Amy, for St. Croix Falls. Yes. Amen. And the enemy thinks that he's won. That he he took the pastor. Now that church is going to fall. No way, Jose. That's right. That church is going to stand and be greater than ever before. Amen. They've got a testimony before them, Amen. and we're going to stand with them. Father, I thank you that your word is true. Lord, that you are the greater one. You are greater in us. You are greater in St. Croix Falls. Father, we stand with them that no weapon formed against Lighthouse shall by any means prosper. And every word that has been proclaimed against them shall fall. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you that you're raising up Lighthouse as never before, O oh God, to speak your word, to bring the kingdom into St. Croix Falls, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that there is men and women that are called into that place, oh God, that are going to be powerful, that are going to do miracles, that are going to raise those that are dead spiritually into new life, oh God, that that kingdom will expand and that it will be renowned, oh God, for you and for your kingdom, oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you that we are knit together as one body. Lord, we thank you that there is one body, one head, one baptism, one Lord and God of all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we honor you. We honor you in this, oh God. We magnify your name, oh Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I, I, I heard the news. The, the thing that I saw was a cornfield. And if this time of season as you drive, and there's corn everywhere. It all started with one seed laying its life down. And so it's just like realizing that each year 
order for a field that produces crops, somebody, something, has to lay its life down. So whatever field you're in, this is a great opportunity to just lay your life down and see the fruit because it's going to produce likewise fruit. The Holy Spirit gave me this, and I don't know uh, who in the congregation here it's going to help, but the Holy Spirit said, the enemy has no authority to kill a believer in Jesus Christ. The Father says, only I have the authority to bring my children home. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, a couple of things. Um, I just want to thank our uh, our staff because last night was crazy. We didn't know how everything was going to go. Didn't so people were ready to jump in at different angles and and everybody, and then we kind of rearranged it back to somewhat normal before. I want to say again, if this is your first Sunday here, you know, thank you. <laughs> but but you're seeing this is the body of Christ. You know, we don't we don't shy away from reality. We don't shy away from the hard things. We deal with them. We want our desires to deal with them head on. And praise God, He's got He gives us the ability to do that and to, and to deal with that. <clears throat> and so this morning. Um, what I want to do, I'm going to have the, I've asked the worship team to be ready to come back in. And what I want to do is, is two things, eh, maybe three things. The first one is to let you know if this is your first time here, or if you're, you, if there's anyone here, I don't know everybody here. We, we have so many new people coming all the time, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. We're so, so glad you're here. If you don't know, if you don't know for sure that if you were to die, where you would go, what would happen with you? Because the Bible says that it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. If you don't know, see, see, judgment brings fear. If, if, if even hearing that verse that it's appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. If you hear that word judgment and there's fear, I'm going to let you know there's hope. Because Jesus came and He died. He was was that first seed, that first kernel of wheat, that first kernel of corn, that He laid down His life on purpose to pay for your sin. And because of that, you can be in relationship with God. The beauty of of putting your trust in Jesus, giving your life to Him, repenting of your sin, and 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 give, making Him Lord of your life. The beauty of that is, death has no sting. Judgment is not for you. You're, he took your judgment. And all you have to do is receive what He did on that cross. You don't have to earn it. You can't earn it. 
You don't deserve it. You can't deserve You can't do anything to deserve it. The only thing you can do is to believe that he died for your sins. And the Bible says if you believe it in your heart and you confess it with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you make him the Lord of your life, that you are saved. Right then and right there. It's not a ceremony. It's not a, it's not a process. The salvation can happen right this moment. If when I quoted that verse the first time and I said, you know, it is, it is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment, if that put fear in you, you need to deal with that really quick. You can receive him right here, right now. And we're here to help you do that. We're here to, that's, what, that's one of the main reasons we're here, is to let you know that Jesus Christ died for your sins and that by believing on him, you are, you can be saved, you will be saved. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean you're joining this church? No, that's not what that means. doesn't mean that you're joining anything other than the family of God. But then you make Him the Lord of your life. You let Him lead you. You let Him guide you. You, you follow Him, and whatever that means, you follow Him. And He'll take you. He'll get you there. But we're also here to help. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, because you don't have to fear judgment. Here's the deal. I don't have to fear judgment. I don't fear judgment. Why? Because he took my judgment. I just heard a story about someone recently who died a couple of times, a few times. He was given the testimony that he had had a massive heart attack. The doctor kept bringing him back. And he said, he said the, the, it was just weird. He didn't know if he was in his body or out of his body. He talked to the Lord and everything. He says, the thing is, as he kept dying, he said the one thing he didn't have was any fear. There was zero fear. And I can attest to that. A number of years ago, I don't think I died, but I think I was pretty close. I was on a, st- on a stage in Minsk, Belarus. And I grabbed a microphone. And then somebody asked for another microphone. And I reached over and I grabbed a second corded microphone. And neither one of them were grounded. I became the ground. And I, at the time... I had burn marks on both hands. I had 220 volts go across my chest. Hit the floor. I won't tell you the whole story, but I'm laying there, and I'm just, I'm laying there going, huh, I think I'm dying. And there was zero fear. Zero fear. There's, death has no sting. You know, but I've, and here's the sad part. I've, I've been in hospital rooms I've been in homes where people who are not saved are dying and there's nothing but fear you don't have to have that anymore you don't have to have that that fear any longer you can be born again right now last night Amy kept saying why am I feeling so peaceful and that's why I said, I said, I'm feeling it's the same thing. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the same thing. I, there's just nothing but peace in this room. She goes, but he's passing away. Why am I feeling peaceful? And I said, because that's God, man. That's the beauty of this. There's no fear. So if you've never received Jesus, if you've never been born again, I'd just like to have you close your eyes real quick. Just close your eyes.
Bible says that if you acknowledge Jesus before man, He will acknowledge you before God and His holy angels. If you're not born again, if you have fear of death, if you have fear of, of, of what would happen, if you don't know that Jesus is the Lord of your life, then I want to give you an opportunity this morning. If you have not, I'm the only one looking around because I'm making sure everybody's got their eyes closed. <clears throat> but I am looking around because I, I want to help you. If you are not born again and you want to be, can you raise your hand right now? I want to pray with you. I want to believe with you. Is there anybody here? If there's anybody online watching this live or watching this in a recording someday, if you don't know that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, if you don't know that you're born again, I want to give you that opportunity this right now, today. Jesus said there, the, the, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. Whether you're online or whether you're here, I want to lead us in a prayer real quick. And if you believe this, the Bible says you believe it in your heart, you speak it with your mouth, you will be saved. So this morning, pray with me if, you, if it's in your heart to do so. If you're already a believer, pray with me. Father, I believe that Jesus died on that cross for me. I thank you for that payment for my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross for me. I receive what he did for my sins. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. From this day forward, Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Help me, Father. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer today, we're going to have the elders come up here in just a few moments. And they're going to pray for you. And here's the, here's the second and third of the three things that I just have on my heart. If you just prayed that for the very first time, the elders are going to be up here. They're awesome. They love you. They're, they're awesome people. They're amazing people. And if you just prayed that and you, and you just became a part of the family of God, tell them. Tell them, hey, I prayed that prayer just now. Tell somebody. It's important to tell somebody because that seals it in you, in your heart. You're already born again, but it's good to tell somebody. So I encourage you to tell them that they'll rejoice with you. Second thing that I'm going to have them up here for, and I was talking to Jim about this before the service. When something like this happens, it brings up stuff in your life. Maybe, maybe you've uh, uh, lost someone recently, and it brings up those hurts. It brings up that that pain, confusion, whatever. And you just want prayer. You just need somebody to pray with you, stand with you. I want you to come up. 
also. And then thirdly, is what, what's higher than quadrupling down on healing? What's, is there, is there, what's five? Is it pentopoline? I don't know. Quintupling? I don't know. Ice infinity. Thank you. Thank you. Infinity. Amen. They're here to pray for you for healing. If you, you know what, man, I would love for every, anybody who's suffering with anything from this, from, you know, to get healed. And every one of them go, take that, devil. Let's rub it in his face. Boy, I'm getting wild. But if you need healing, if you need healing for anything, today's the day. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. I'm going to turn it back over to the worship team. Elders, if you'd come up. Amen. You may be seated for just another moment, please. <clears throat> thank you, elders. Thank you, others who prayed. Thank you, thank you. So, I just love you guys. Glory to God. You know, you have to like some people. But then there's, then there's just the love. Praise God for the body of Christ. Thank you. So we'll, we'll let everybody know when we know what, what's going on, arrangements and such. But keep, keep the family and the church and everyone in your prayers. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to close a little bit early today. Um, and it gives you an extra 15 minutes. You don't have to pick up your kids right away. They're practicing. So don't, don't uh, you know, they're practicing their Christmas program. So you got an extra 15 minutes to hug on each other and bless each other and love each other. Um, we're not going to, you know, you, you receive an offering, you just, whatever. You know how to give. We got that covered. Give. There you go. And I asked if there was any, any announcements that absolutely had. There is a baptism coming up. I don't remember the, the date on that. 20, 29th. There you go. So that's the, that's the only one that... I'll be... Yes, I'll be here on that date. Yes. Well, and the reason I think it is, is on the 22nd, uh, Nathaniel and C are going to be starting the church in Lindstrom, and I'm, I'm going to be up there uh, for that. So. Pray for them and be lifting them. But I just want to, just going to pray a prayer blessing here and then uh, just love on each other on the way out today. And, and uh, thank you. Father, Thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Father, you're so good to us. You're so good to the body of Christ, to the world. Lord, even, even when the world hated you, you still sent Jesus. That's amazing, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. And Lord, we do lift up Amy and Will and Jake and, and Denny. Jonah's dad and Kay, we lift them up, Father, and then the whole church up in St. Croix Falls. Thank you, Father, for them. We just surround them with our love today, and we just bless them in your holy name. Father, thank you for this congregation. Thank you for this family. Thank you, Lord, we are a family. And Lord, we do stand with one another and, and for your holy name, giving you glory in every way. Thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.